Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, Hour 2, live in L.A. It's a Friday. All sorts of good sports arguments today. The herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. It is amazing to me. Basketball fans are very funny about this. Like in baseball, you would never get into a big... I mean, I would watch Freddie Freeman. Jack went out last night. Very good player, right? Very good. But 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 most baseball fans would tell you Mookie Betts is better than Freddie Freeman overall as a player. You wouldn't get a huge argument. Freddie had been a little bit of a slump, power slump. But in football, same thing. Nobody's going to argue like Joe Burrow is better than Kirk Cousins. Basketball is a very weird sport. Like I had somebody a couple weeks ago... They were like, uh, you, you, you love Bradley Beal. And I'm like, he's significantly better than John Wall. Well, John Wall was the number one pick. So what? So was Anthony Bennett out of UNLV. John Wall, he would get hurt, and they'd go on a winning streak. John Wall may have been more dynamic. Bradley Beal's a much better basketball player. He's a better shooter. He's more mature. I think he has a better understanding of elevating others. Never in trouble. Like, he's just, I mean, John Wall was going 1,000 miles an hour. A lot of turnovers. Really super dynamic. Bradley Beal's a better basketball player. I'd take Bradley Beal on any team in the league any time of the day. Like John Wall wasn't a winning player. He was just talented. It's amazing. The Oklahoma City chose Westbrook over Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant was so ticked off, went to the front office like Sam Presti. How do you watch basketball and think Westbrook's better than KD? Like, <laughs> people in basketball fall for dynamic athletes. Like, do you, are you athletic enough and do you win games? A lot of guys in basketball, guys will watch basketball forever and they fall in love with hops and handles it. Are they winning players? Jalen Brunson of the Knicks is a winning basketball player. High IQ, understands spacing, can get his own shot, elevates others, manipulates screens, takes to coaching. Like basketball, IQ matters. Like if you're a guard and can't shoot, 
There's limitations. Beal can shoot. Chris Paul could shoot. Curry could shoot. Nash can shoot. Isaiah could shoot. Brunson could shoot. Here's who couldn't. Derrick Rose. John Morant struggles. John Wall struggled. Westbrook. They're not great shooters. So if you're under 6'4 and you can't shoot, that means you only score at the rim, right? Or in transition. A lot of crashing to the floor. A lot of beating your body up. The shooter can shoot, get back, doesn't get banged up as much. So it's amazing to me how often people, that's what I say about Zach Levine. Zach Levine's a great summer league guy, AAU guy, a dunk guy. Is he a winning player? There's not much of a market with a smart GMs for him. People watch D'Angelo Russell of the Lakers. I'm like, are you people, he's bounced around the league. He's not mature. He doesn't, he can score, but you never know what you're getting. Is his head in the game? Is he helping others? Like, like I think Austin Reeves has a ceiling but LeBron's telling you Austin Reeves is good because LeBron loves playing with him. LeBron doesn't love playing with D'Lo. Steph Curry didn't want to play with D'Lo. Steph Curry, Clay, Draymond, they didn't want, want to play with Jordan Poole. They're telling you the limitations. But basketball fans are weird. They fall for, he jumps high. And he, like that stuff's important too because Michael did that and Kobe did that. But there's so many things beyond just athleticism in the NBA. Jokic is the best player in the league by far. Is he a great athlete? No, it's his ability to pass and screen and distribute. Like, it's just, it's remarkable to me. Like, in football and baseball, we don't have these arguments. Like, you know Aaron Judge, take him out of the Yankees lineup. They don't hit. Like, Aaron Judge, power, everything about Aaron Judge. It's just, they're, they're, nobody disputes that. But in basketball, you keep getting burned by the same players over and over and over. And because there's this connection with apparel and shoes that people go a mile deep on their basketball stars and their international soccer stars, and they can't see their flaws. If you are a guard and can't shoot, you'll always be limited. The greatest guards, Isaiah, they're winning player. Steph's a winning player because they can shoot. Like Bradley Beal, Clay Thompson, get him the ball. By the way, we both love Murray and Booker. Guards that can now not points, although both of them now have shown an ability to distribute and elevate others, and they can shoot. But it's, it's there's something about like something about basketball fans. They just everything is athleticism, and it's got a ceiling. It's like in the NFL. If you're a defensive lineman, you're big and strong, but can't use your hands, you're very limited. Can you use your hand? That's what makes Aaron Donald great. His ability to use his hands and move people. It's not just like my bench press. It feels like the highlight reel culture in basketball is probably to blame. You know, the high school highlight reel goes viral and then all the message boards light up. We got this guy, Joe Smith, who can do all this crazy stuff. John Wall was one of those highlight reel players. Yes. I mean, and his high school tape is ridiculous. Oh, I'm sure he was. He's a, a number one pick. Great dancer. He yeah, has all like that a stuff. cool quality. No, no, I, People like him. But after six years in the league and you watch the game and it like it's a lot of turnovers, it's out of control, they can't shoot. He's going to get paid. He deserves to get rich. He got paid, but also not, injuries kind of wrecked him. But he just had like a cool quotient. Like Kyrie Irving is the poster I boy I guess for that's this. the point. In the NFL, I don't. we don't care about cool. Yeah. In, in the NFL, are you a winning player? If you're a defensive lineman, do you create pressure? I don't care if you're cool. Just make plays. Yeah. Well, and different I, sports, yeah. No, no, no. They, they are, and they're different cultures. And I love, I love basketball. But it is interesting. People keep pushing back on Bradley Beal. Like a guy, like, why do you like him so much? In the last four years, he's averaged 30 points a game twice. He hits jumpers. And that's with no teammates around him. Nothing. Yeah. He gets 30 a game. What's not to like? I do think you're selling Zach Levine a little short. He's a good shooter. I mean, he was like 39% from three, I think. And he's got the highlight reel dunks. 
Uh, I know he doesn't play a ton I'm of defense. I'm not anti-highlight reel dunk. Anthony Edwards I like a lot. I'm not anti that. But I think there's this sense in basketball, just hyper-athleticism wins the day. Jokic is not a great athlete. Okay, that's the best player in the league. Luka By the, is is not, Luka a yeah. great athlete? Can you put the ball in the basket? Chris Paul for years got... People wouldn't give Chris Paul respect. I'm like, IQ through the roof, oh, smart, pick and roll, mid-range jumper. I don't, I don't care if he can't dunk. John Stockton couldn't dunk. He's one of the greatest guards ever. Magic wasn't a world-class athlete. He was a great basketball player, but he elevated others. Yeah. I mean, I, I love basketball, but it's just like when you keep coming up and asking, what about Bradley Beal? The hell you want me to say? He scored 30 a game four, twice in the last four Is years. Is this some random guy on the street? Yeah, he was a nice guy, but he's like, man, you love Beal. What's not the yeah, love? There's a lot to like about. He him. hits jumper. Get him the ball. It's like Booker Murray. He's Beal. quiet. He's not going to be getting he's no sw- off the court problems. Like he's he's a baller. If you go to the YMCA and every time you pass to this one guy and he's got a good look, he hits the basket. Do you like playing with him or the guy that's flashy? The the point guard that's flashy. You can't keep up with him. Out of control. He's more fun to watch, but you never get the ball from him. You know what I want? I want to win. That's what I want. I want a player that's a winning player. I know that's tough to quantify, but you kind of know it when you see it, right? You yes. know a winning player. Yes. And I'm sorry, Kyrie Irving is not a winning basketball. Okay. I watch a lot of basketball. I watched Chris Paul at Wake Forest. That was like, oh, Tim Duncan, winning player. Chris Paul's a winning player. <laughs> he just hasn't won a title. I know everybody's laughing. Well, he hasn't won a title. Kyrie's won a title. All right. Gerald McCoy is listening to us go crazy. 11 NFLs. We're just going crazy on this. And this, and we were in, I think J Mac made a good point that in basketball, cool sells shoes and cool's part of it. Whereas in the NFL, <laughs> I don't care if Gerald McCoy or Indomitian and Sue are cool. Can you use your hands, get past the guard, get to the quarterback? I'm good. Um, so when we, we got into this discussion earlier on Jordan Love of the Packers, so there's virtually no video in three years of him. And my takeaway, Gerald, is. When Mahomes went to the Chiefs, stuff started leaking out 15 minutes in. So, I mean, all sorts of video. And it's like, that dude can play because the Chiefs want that video out. Should I be concerned? Three, four years, I don't have any video on him at practice. What does that tell you? I don't want to say you should be concerned um, more than just temper your expectations. You know, when you got a guy that has no film or nobody talking about him, or, you know, not a lot being said. Also, you got to look at who was he behind. Yeah. Do you think 12 was going to really let a lot get out <laughs> on 10? I mean, let's be honest. We, I mean, you talk about him a lot. You know Aaron Rodgers was not going to let a lot get out on 10. Like, I'm not, I don't care <laughs> how y'all feel about him being the future and all, and nobody's going to ever know. So I think we all could be surprised. You know, just tip your expectations. I mean, you got to think. You coming off. Uh, three-time MVP, first ballot Hall of Famer, a four-time MVP, first ballot Hall of Famer, and then you got Jordan Love. Like, just tip your expectations a little bit and just let's see what happens. You know, I don't think Packers fans or any analyst or anybody that's looking at the Green Bay Packers should say, man, he's going to be this or that. Just let him be and let's see what happens. So um, we got into a debate earlier. So DeAndre Hopkins – the Patriots, Chiefs, and Titans, three good coaches, are interested. And, and Jason said, well, why hasn't he signed? And my, my takeaway is, how do we know that he's not just being picky? Like, if I was talented and I had Vrabel, Belichick, and Andy Reid after, I'm not taking the first offer. 
I'm sitting back and waiting. But there is a sense, a growing sense, that nobody wants DeAndre Hopkins because he hasn't signed. And I would argue as a player, he should sit and watch camp and wait for guys to get hurt, and then his value is going to go way up. So you tell me, do you think there's a market for him? I think he's being smart not signing now. Your thoughts? Yeah, there's no rush. I mean, he's DeAndre Hopkins. He don't have nothing to prove. He's D-Hop. You know, and, and you have those three great coaches. You said uh, the Titans, the Patriots, and the Chiefs. I mean, that's three phenomenal teams that he will be a well-accepted asset to. But he's also later in his career, not saying he's lost a step or he's not that. What I'm saying is he's at a point in his career where he don't has a, he doesn't have to rush. That's What's right. the rush? What's the rush? Listen, here's the reality of the NFL. Well, who comes into training camp for a couple reasons – Whoever comes in the training camp will not be there when training camp's over. You have cuts and you have injuries. Okay? Whoever starts on opening day on that team will not be there by the end of the season because you have injuries, you have people getting released, you have trades. He he doesn't have to rush. There's no need to rush. He's D-hop. Last year, he was out, obviously due to suspension, but when he showed up, did he not produce at a high level? Yes, he did. So what's the rush? He doesn't need to rush. I guarantee you there's a market for D-Hop. And anywhere he goes, he's going to make the right decision. When I, when uh, the Bucks and I decided to part ways, that next day I had 15 teams called. 15. And I took my time. Went to visit here. Went to visit here. Went to visit here. Went home. Talked to my agent. Talked to my wife. Talked to my dad. Talk to my sister. We just there's a lot to think about when you're making this decision. There's no need to rush, especially when you're DeAndre freaking Hopkins. <laughs> there's a market for him, trust me. There's no need to rush into no, you know, no organization because you like, oh, that looks good, but then I get there and I'm not happy or it doesn't fit me, or no, just wait because something might open up. You right. never know. Yeah. So you were on hard knocks with the Bucks in 2017. Um, I do think if I was HBO, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets would be the team I'd want to see. Was it in any way disruptive? Um, you're acting for the camera. I mean, I always say if you put a, if you put a camera in this studio all day, I would at some point be acting for it. I couldn't help myself. Did you find it at all disruptive? No, nah, no, nah, Hard Knocks crew was incredible, and they they do their best to not be disruptive. They do give us a heads up. You know, especially if you're one of the guys, I guess, they let you know, hey, listen, we're going to be following you today. You know, there's going to be a camera around you at all times. You know, we'll stay out your way, but just know the camera's on, the mic is on, just be yourself. You don't have to put on no show or nothing. They they are great at prepping guys and giving guys ample, excuse me, ample time to prepare themselves mentally because we are still in training camp. Right. You are still competing. You are still getting yelled at. It is still extremely hot, and you are extremely tired. So you don't want to take that frustration or just emotions of training camp out on the crew because they do a phenomenal job of making sure they stay out the way but get everything they need. So hard knocks, I know for sure for us at the Bucks was not a distraction at all. Like at, at sometimes I would have to tap guys on the show like, hey, man, you know the camera right there because you forget. You forget. Right. They there for so long. You don't even realize they're there at times. So, nah, I don't think it's a distraction. So, um, what's Stephon Diggs is a great player, but he's been paid and he's getting a ton of targets, and he's still not happy. And I compared him yesterday. I said not all receivers that are noisy are the same. 
Uh, Des Bryant was noisy very quickly. Antonio Brown got noisy a year in Tampa. But Randy Moss would be highly productive for years. And then over the point, over the course of time, Randy would wear you out or you'd wear him out. And that's okay. I think there's a market for guys that can give me two to three years of productivity. There is something about wide receivers. They break the huddle first. They're more like basketball players. They're sort of the ad-libber on the football team. You know, they're, they're the jump ball guy. And there's, there's a certain ego and confidence with them that I like. Corners, by the way, have a little bit of that. You're kind of on your island by the sideline. It's kind of an independent contractor playing with the construction company, right? Yeah. Like you're, on, you're on your own. So I like Stephon Diggs. But here's my thing. When the Patriots knew that Moss, something wasn't right at practice. Boom, they moved off him and he had value. So Stephon Diggs, I got the theatrics. I got the camp. I would argue they went and drafted a tight end and upgraded running back. That he's got tremendous value, and I don't think he's a bad guy, but it's getting noisy. All it needs is one more blow up with Josh Allen on the sidelines, and that market, Gerald, shrinks. I think I'd move off him now and get stuff for him. Your thoughts? Am I nuts? Um, I wouldn't say you nuts. That's not like a far-fetched take. It's not like uh, – that's not a hot take. I mean, it's very well thought out. And we've seen, if you base what you said off the history of what we've seen, yeah. what you said can actually be a very smart move. The only thing is, I'll say is, we don't know. He's not saying much. Uh, Josh Allen did say there's things he could have done better yeah. to uh, communicate with him more or get him more involved in the offense or give him more of a say-so. Um, you know, once a guy's not happy, it, it's hard to get him back. Right. So we just don't know the magnitude of how unhappy he is. You know, but with, with, the, with what we've seen that last game with them together, you know, it was kind of a it was a big deal, especially yeah. you know, across the fans and the media, and that interaction is something we hadn't seen at that magnitude. So, if it is as bad as you say, you have something great going on down there. But I will say, losing a Stephon Diggs, if you do not get at least two or three people that can pick up that production, because I mean, Josh Allen is. 80, 85% of that offense. Yeah, right, right. You know, and, and, uh, and most, of his, most of his production is going to Stephon Diggs. So if you believe in Josh Allen so much that he can spread that out, okay, you move on. But, I mean, that's a huge risk. A player of Stephon Diggs' magnitude, I, I believe the GM and the owner and the coaches, they have to really sit down and think about this. Is losing him worth it? Can we really get something for him before we do this, because if you take the chance of saying it, something getting out that you might be trying to move him and he wasn't that unhappy, now you got a real problem on your hands. Because now it's like, oh, we want to get rid of it. And a player can take that the wrong way. A player may not see like, oh, well, it was everything I was doing, so they took it the wrong way because there hasn't been any communication. We haven't heard of them communicating. So if he wants to get moved, I think he'll make that clear. But before that team makes a decision and something leaks that they want to move him, we've seen when a person finds out that a team may try to move them, it gets really, really bad. Yep. So they need to be clear of how bad it is before they even think about this. So Gerald announced his retirement in April, a great career, a six-time Pro Bowler. He was a dominant 
lineman at Oklahoma. So only I don't want to I don't want to get you all worked up here, but I said this. Texas sucks. Keep going. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. I, Big Twelve Media Day voted and has Oklahoma third and barely ahead of Texas Tech, and the schedule is not very tough. So Oklahoma is going to win a lot of games. Here's my thing. Do you? I don't know. Last year, do you believe in Brent Venables? I got concerns, Gerald. Be honest now. Are you a little bit concerned? Little? No. None? No. Well, I'm not concerned because I understand everybody is not made to be a head coach, but you see different characteristics that you don't understand as a kid. I've seen Coach Venables take over the whole team when Coach Stoops had to step away. I've seen Coach Venables lead our group on defense and get us to move in a way that a head coach would get us to move. Yeah. I understand some people should be coordinators. He's not one of those people. All right. People have to understand, even at the beginning of last year, I said, temper your expectations, man. We You lost the – we didn't know at the time. I felt it, but we didn't know at the time. We lost the Heisman Trophy winner. Do you know how big a blow that was? And usually – when you lose a guy of Caleb Williams' magnitude, right. usually you bringing in another guy that could be the next one of those, that could be the next. Think about it. We had Baker Mayfield. Kyler was sitting there waiting. We lost Kyler. Jalen Hurts just so happened to show up. What happens if Jalen Hurts doesn't show up? We don't know what happens with OU. You see what I'm saying? Then Spencer Rattler came in. He was okay. But then right after him comes Caleb Williams. We didn't have that last offseason. So... With us not having all the players we needed, and this is no knock on on the guys, but we didn't get the level of magnitude of players that OU usually has. It just that's reality. If you feel the way about it, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you, but that's just reality, and that's what BV came into. But what he's doing is he's changing the culture back to what it used to be. When Lincoln was there, there was a lot of you know. A lot of stuff. Offense. You hear, well, it was a lot of offense, but you hear a lot of different things about how the program was being ran. Yeah. BV had to come in and filter all that out and start fresh. He brought back uh, Smitty, our strength coach. He brought back a lot of the old players to come help coach. He's bringing and resetting the culture. Now that we get the right players in, OU's going to be just fine. All right. But these guys have to mesh. I mean, you got – a uh, quarterback that came from UCF, right. and then he got hurt when we went 3-0. and Then right. we played Texas, and we got killed, and this happened, and that happened, and that happened. Man, that's the part of the season. But a lot of that is getting put on Brent Venable's shoulders, right. and I don't think it's fair because it's year one. Right. I mean, we see a lot of coaches get tons of years. I mean, look at it. Everybody was killing Harbaugh, and he yeah. was winning. They were saying Harbaugh's the problem. Well, this, that's this, a good this. Yeah. Now he finally beats Ohio State, and now, oh, Harbaugh gets an extension, and he's – man, listen, you got to give coaches time. These players, especially with how times are changing, this portal is – I hate the portal, but that's another story. You got the portal. You got players that coaches are not even really recruiting no more because all it is is who's giving the most money, who can take the best pictures on these recruiting visits. Like recruiting is not what it used to be. You're not finding hidden gems like Sam Bradford, who was a three-star coming into OU and won the Heisman, first overall pick. You're not finding those kids no more because it's transfer portal or 
who who can pay this kid the most money, and that's who we getting. And are they paying the most over there? Then let's all go over there. Right. The difference in BV is, is we got we got thirty coach, seconds. And it does not matter who he has. Once the culture is set, everybody will see. So I'm not worried about BV at all. I'm definitely not worried about no preseason poll with Texas at the top. When's the last time that's become true? All you Texas fans and Longhorns, and I got a, a great friend. I talk to him every day. He just got hired at Texas. He's the uh, edge rush coach for the Longhorns. Jacquee Smith, I played with him in Tampa. I don't like you anymore either. I told him this. All you Texas fans and all of Texas, I don't care. It's OU versus the world. I don't care. But it's me versus Texas. And I will take on all the hate because I don't care. Y'all are not number one. Y'all won't be number one. And y'all suck. Moving on. Gerald McCoy, we run out of time. He brought the definitive opinions. Uh, I do appreciate that as always. Gerald, we got to run. Great seeing you. Great seeing you. All right. Great seeing you too. All right. Got a, got a Yankee hat on. Derek Jeter on the show Monday. Well, he may not be wrong on that recruiting stuff, but if that is the new culture, then you got to lean into it. Like I, everybody's saying, well, kids now, who has the coolest recruiting trip? Well, then have the coolest recruiting trip. I mean, if that's the game, make it the game. Do you think Oklahoma needs to kind of change its identity heading into the SEC? No. Just be who you are. If you're even winning you're 11 facing- games, you don't need to break down the program. USC won four. That program you had to break okay, down. Okay, fine. I, 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 let me readjust. Not totally break down the program, but begin an identity shift from what we were in the Big 12. Yeah. We're going to big boy football now. Yeah. We've got to kind of change how yeah. we shape our roster. Yeah, winning 11 games, scoring 44 a game. Let's change it up in an offensive uh, era. You think that's happening in the SEC? Yeah. Oh, for, for Oklahoma, really? How did, how did Bama do last year against Tennessee? Nobody can stop anybody in college football. George is the only defense, and that's the best by far. Nobody stops anybody. Well, Ohio wait. State can't stop T- Michigan. Tennessee had a Heisman contender who was like a third-round well, draft pick what? quarterback. All the good teams have Heisman contenders. First-round Oklahoma? Well, they're not a good team. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be careful when people start saying, you know, back in the old days, I'm not an old-day guy. If the culture changes, you got to move with the culture. you got to ride the wave. We're all surfers. Where's the water going? Find the biggest wave and ride it. You want to fight the wave? Oklahoma says, we're going to play some real defense. I don't know. Other guy was scoring 42 a night, 42 every Saturday, and winning 11 games. Congrats on having bigger muscles on the defensive side and scoring 24. You got to ride waves in life. You can keep fighting waves your whole life. Bobby Knight, how did his career end? He fought waves. Shashevsky fought him for an hour, finally said, I'm on the wave. The transfer portal, you can keep whining about it. It's the wave. You want to fight it? You, Lincoln Riley's not fighting it. Half his roster's that way so I, I you see people that all the time i see this people fighting cultural changes they're happening if you don't know tech and you're a parent get on it because your kids are going to find their way on it you got to figure it out you got to join facebook linkedin you got to be on this stuff y- you know this this whole thing like uh, you know they we're gonna ban condoms from high schools in the 80s i never had problems finding them i'm a kid no illegal cannabis they're gonna find it you better educate your kid on it like that you can you can put stop signs up all over life the world's changing educate your kids educate Mm. your friends it's bad don't do it but kids are gonna find stuff and transfer portal it's not going away so you can fight the wave and have the avalanche the tsunami bury you or go like hey we got to get better at this transfer portal crap 
You know, I had some people approach me before I joined the show and were like, Jay, are you going to have to change a little of your identity now uh, alongside Coward? You know, before you're throwing haymakers left and right. <laughs> now you got to do a little little Mayweather no, duck and jab, nothing, you know, pick your spots a little no, better. No, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Nothing. Same still, old Jay you're Mack. still throwing Jason Tatum's the best player in the oh, league. Oh, no. Nonsense. Zach Levine for life, baby. I will I got not change. four hours of men's league talk a week. Hey, we got a big first place showdown this week, just uh, FYI. Everybody's talking about it. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's the herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code herd, H E R D. That's code heard for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A lot of stuff going on today. How do you own the day in sports? Make great plays. How do the rest of us do it? When the spring hits you, Irish Spring. Get it at your local retailer today. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. One of my favorite NFL subplots is who's going to be the worst team in the league. You know, we thought, you know, Tampa's certainly going to be in the mix. The Raiders, um, Arizona. But the Tampa Bay players do not sound like they think they're going to be bad. Uh, Baker Mayfield's the new starting quarterback. And a lot of people like us are saying they got no shot at success. Well, quarterback Carlton Davis thinks the team is being underestimated. <laughs> We're about to do it to him. Anybody who feels we've lost Tom and lost something is going to be in for a rude awakening. 
Tom was a great addition for us, but obviously it's a team sport. Obviously, you need components to be successful. We still have those components. Come on. We're going to wreck bleep. Interceptions, turnovers, plays will be made. I will say, plays will be made. Uh, Cowherd in Tampa Bay, what are you, what yeah. are you thinking? Uh, no Three Tom wins. Brady? Three wins. Four wins. Defensive coach, backup quarterback, four wins. Maybe five because the division stinks. By the way, he, he, if I was the if I was the Buccaneers, I'd move off Carlton Davis at the trade deadline because they have two young safeties or two young corners I like. He's one of them. Dean's the other, I think. He's going to be an interesting guy at the trade deadline. Yep. Because Tampa, if, you, if Tampa and Arizona, if Tampa's bad early, week six, and they're one and five, you got to start thinking about moving some of those defensive parts, getting draft picks, and getting help for Caleb Williams. Yeah. First first game is at Minnesota. Loss. Probably a loss. The big one is against Chicago in week two. If Where's it at? Be, uh, at home. But if you cannot beat no, Justin Chicago, Fields. I think Chicago's going to win that game. I, I like Chicago this What's year. What's the third game? You better win that Chicago game because then it's Monday Night Football uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles. Lose. Okay, what's the next one? At New Orleans Saints. Probably we'll a loss. We'll be talking about them in headlines, uh, P.S. So now you go into the bye week. You could be a 1-3 or 0-4 and, three or oh and, four and okay, you come out you... Detroit, Atlanta, Buffalo. Where are the, where are the games at? Uh, versus Detroit, versus Atlanta, so at home and home. Uh, and then at Buffalo in October. It's not stone. I'll give you a one win there. And uh, so you're going to be two. Two and five. Going into around the train. Who's after that? Give me one more yeah, game. Well, Houston and Tennessee should be winnable, but then San Fran, Colts should be winnable. So if you're, if you're two and five, I would start selling some of my defensive players. You're not a playoff team. You're so not. at two and five, and if you want to get in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, because you got nobody in your roster that's next level, I would get yeah. that Carlton Davis. They have, they have a corner I like. Dean and Davis. Yeah. yeah, I would sell one off my one of my corners. Do you remember Baker Mayfield came to the Rams, like showed up what, like a few hours before the kickoff, maybe maybe a couple days. Had a good game. And he was all right. Do you also understand after that he was atrocious with the Rams? Now, I know the Rams don't have a lot of talent, but this idea that, like, Baker Mayfield could, you know, resurgent, find a career resurgence in Tampa, well, that's, I, that's not happening. Dude. I'm not going to take any shots at him. I think I've won that little debate. And, um, Declaring yourself the victor, huh? Well, who? <laughs> it's funny, all the critics, crickets. I got to be here every day. Do show Crickets. up. Uh, let's go to the NBA. Um, the, the Chris Paul Jordan Poole trade became official yesterday. And after the news, Steph Curry, who had said nothing about the Jordan Poole trade, finally said something. He went on Instagram and said a farewell to Jordan Poole. I would like you to parse what he has to say here. Yo, so now that the, uh, the trade is actually final, I felt like I come on here and just say to JP how much I appreciate the four years, brother. Um, you're a champion. Uh, you grew up, you know, right in front of everybody's face in terms of, you know, that first year where it was, it was rough and a lot of injuries. And can't wait to see you blossom, big fella. Can't wait to see you shine in your own situation. And just looking forward to, you know, competing, obviously, but being a fan of, of everything that you become. Good luck to you. Well, that's nice. But there's a reason behind closed doors. He'd be there if Steph wanted him there. And I love Steph. But if Steph said he's got to stay. Now, now, in fairness to Jordan Poole, he doesn't fit their culture, and he'll go score 24 a night in Washington. Doesn't fit their culture. If what? they didn't have him, then I'm winning the title in uh, whatever, 2022. Oh, come on. The Do you long- know how pivotal he was in that, in that season in playoffs? 
The he was longer, good. The, how much did he play against the Celtics? I'd have to look it up, but I know not these much. playoffs he was not very good this year. But it was, was all impacted by that sucker punch from your guy Draymond <laughs> Green. Come I'm on, it was it five forever. months earlier. You got to get over stuff. Get over stuff? He just got traded. He got shipped from the penthouse to a homeless shelter. He's in Washington. They're going to be among the dregs of the league. Well, I'll say this. Yeah, he wants to get his shots and his points. Let him have. I mean, he I, was not willing to be mature enough to play within the culture and the winning system in in, in Golden State. So let him go to a losing culture and score twenty eight. Knock yourself out. Yeah, he was is, down this, to twenty minutes a game. Ryan just told me he was down to twenty minutes a game against the Celtics. So you're you just said he was not willing to be part of the winning culture. So How uh, many games? He started a billion games for them this year because because Curry and Clay were hurt. Like. Uh, listen, uh, oh, yeah, I, I, he did. you're making me become yeah. a Jordan Poole guy. Like, he did I liked start him, a lot but of now games. I'm lo- in love with Jordan Poole. A lot of those road games where they were the third worst road team in the league, he started a lot of those against the Celtics. They, he was down to 20 minutes a game. I mean, they literally, that was, was that before the, or after the Draymond punch? That's funny. So the coaching staff bailed <laughs> on him pre-punch. I, this is tough for me because you know I'm a huge Curry fan. You like I'm like you the number like one gunners and chuckers because no, you're one. Absolutely, you like not. guys that look like you, undisciplined oh, and shoot. Geez, look at that. The, if you see the basket once you walk into the gym, you're shooting. It, it is funny. I have said in the men's leagues, like if I don't get the ball for like five possessions, I'll say to the guy guarding me, "Hey, this shot's going up the second I get the ball." Like uh, just for fun, it's a men's league, but like. I, I don't. I just got to defend Jordan Poole in this trade. I've never been sucker punched, but I do not think it would be fun. Well, I don't, I'm not saying it would be fun, and I didn't like that either. But it's fairly sure don't sound like it's it. fairy telling that Rick Buecher sources tend to be mine, and Buecher reported this week what I did, which is I was told matter of factly that Clay and Steph had been trash talked by Poole multiple times. They're not confrontational, but the guys were over Poole in camp. Over him. I'm just excited for him to go. Got to be careful earth. who you trash talk. Don't trash talk Draymond Green. Don't trash talk Michael Jordan. Don't trash talk Kobe. I've been told I'm a trash talker, but I don't think I am. But we'll just move on. Okay, uh, sticking with the NBA. James Harden is looking for a new home after opting out uh, or opting into his player option with Philly, and then requesting a trade. Uh, Harden has been upset, and reportedly the Sixers hope they can convince him to play the final year of his deal in Philly, which seems insane. Additionally, the team is willing to hold on to Harden if they're unable to find a deal for the benefit of the franchise. Uh, Colin. Oh, g- give me a break. They're remember not keeping what, what, him. Remember Maury didn't want to trade Ben Simmons and was like, hey, I'm willing to get uncomfortable. We will hang on to Ben Simmons. This, this is shaping up to be a disaster in Philly. Well, Total you're, disaster. you're overstating it. It's not going to be a disaster. Harden wanted out of Houston. They well, said, no, way. you're showing up. And he said, I'll go to strip clubs and on the eve of the season and hang out. Embiid, Maxi, good coach, Tobias Harris, some length on the bench. They're fine. <laughs> they're fine. They're, fi- they're fine. They're not great, but they weren't great last year with Harden. You're not, they you're were, just, uh, uh, you know, four you, minutes you in want, game six at home away from the conference finals. You want every deal to be consummated quickly. It's funny. Did you ask your wife to marry her on the second date? No, it was like uh, sixth. No. Things take time. And kept saying, you know, what's going on? And finally, about three years in, I didn't consummate the trade for many years. I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> but, um, yes, patience is not one of my strengths. But uh, let's just take I'm it. just saying, like, the trickle down from this hardened disaster. 
we'll end with Embiid going to Maury and saying, get me the hell out of Philly. I want you folks to know I pay the price for all these snarky comments on the air. <laughs> they all get a laugh, but I yeah. go home and get in that, that one I tried to pivot away from quickly. <laughs> um, all right, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. SimplySafe.com, 20% off right now. They have a new 24-7 live guard protection here to help. Agents can speak to and deter bad people on camera. It's The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tomorrow is Baseball Night in America on Fox. Two of the game's best. Go head-to-head as the Braves take on the Rays, or the Mariners take on the Astros. It all starts at 7 Eastern on Fox. Check for the game in your area. By the way, have you ever figured out something that your whole life you thought something and then somebody changes your perception of how you really think? I never thought I was an action movie guy. And then I asked the guys during the break, I said, because uh, they he was, J-Mac was trying to sell me on some insipid action movie. I got no interest watching. And I said, I like documentaries. I just watched Dark Waters again. Uh, Mark Rafala was unbelievable movie. He's an amazing actor. Certainly. I like stuff that's suspenseful, true crime. And I said, I'm not into action movies. And then I asked, is Top Gun an action movie? And it does have fighter jets. <laughs> and so I've been told, and then I do like Mission Impossible, but maybe I just like Tom Cruise. So I, I don't I don't know. I don't like action movies. I think most of them are stupid and have no plot. But I do like Mission Impossible, and those have a lot of action. So just to be clear, nice usage of insipid uh, as well. Uh, my brother told me about this movie, Extraction 2, starring Chris Hemsworth. It was released on Netflix. My brother's been pushing it on me for, finally, I sit down last night and I start watching it. It's amazing. The first 30 minutes, I'm, I'm, it's like Jason Bourne-level action Let me and guess. fighting. Let me guess. Car chases. Uh there is one car chase, but it's not the. I mean, there's this this scene in this prison that's just amazing. I mean, I, Chris hey, Hemsworth he, is Thor, obviously, you know, and he is really he's fact, an action star. The fact people buy into car chases. So we live in Los Angeles, and we have these things where about once a month, some crazy person gets on the freeway, and it doesn't look like the movie car chases. You've never in your life been driving through Appleton, Wisconsin, and there was a car chase between police and. Right. They don't exist in real life. L.A. has them occasionally, and traffic stops, and 25 cops chase, and the helicopter's on the news, and there's one guy in the freeway drive. I mean, that's about you. I can't do car chases. Oh, they yeah, don't, yeah. They you don't happen. You can't do car chases, says the guy who loves Mission Impossible and James Bond. I which make, every, every single one of those movies. No, features. James Bond and Mission Impossible I like, and Top Gun, which I thought was more of a rom-com. I do <laughs> apparently like action movies. I've always thought they're dumb. Just give this one a shot. Chris Hemsworth, I text your son during the break, the one you went to Iceland with, and be like, yo, What's, extraction yeah. to it. Do you, do you think I'll like it? He'd be like, it, the, the action When's is just When's the last time you fire. watched a hearty documentary about, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, wrongdoings in the Vatican Why do or I want to watch that? Is that that's a, like, may, a little negative. May, negative, like real. So you don't want anything negative. I want positive and fun and uplifting. That's what that's that doesn't story. exist in the real world. Exactly. That's why I'm looking to escape, watch a movie for 90 minutes, and enjoy action fighting. By the way, did you see this quote? Here's a quote. Rashawn Gary, good player Packers, said about Jordan Love. Here's his quote. Don't be nervous, which is, by the way, what my mom used to say before I went to school and got a shot. It's also what my mom said before I went to the dentist, and that sucked too. So... When people tell you not to be nervous, that's what they say before you jump, bungee jump. Be very careful. Don't be nervous makes me nervous. But I, 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 I went this morning and looked, and you know what I think? I think I've been too positive about the Packers' talent. ESPN has the Green Bay roster ranked 23rd. PFF has it ranked 27th four days ago. That's down by the Texans. You know what? This roster according to ESPN and PFF, is miles away from San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Philly, Bills, Chiefs, Miami, Cincy. So Jordan loves not Aaron Rodgers with this roster, went 8-9. and nine. 
J-Mac may be right. This may be a five, six win team. But when I say that, don't be nervous. Nobody was saying that about Mahomes and Burrow. Don't be nervous is what your parents tell you when you go to school before you get the shot. There's a reason they're telling you, don't be nervous, because you should have some anxiety, because it kind of hurts. And the dentist, I, I got a great dentist. I don't even love going. It's what people tell you before you speak in front of like 800 people. Don't be nervous. You should be. All 800 are judging you. Yeah, there are. They're judging every word you use. If you have to speak in front of 800 people, be nervous because I'm judging you every word. I'm just one of us here is dealing with reality. The other guy wants rainbows and car chases. Unicorns, too. <clears throat> Hour three next. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.